0: This is a HeadGum Podcast.
1: Yay, hello. It is Enemies, another episode. My name is Lisa Trager. Thrilled to be here. I've been in New York. I'm still in New York. When will I leave New York? Um, everyone I tell, they're like, wow, so you're really ruining your friend's lives. Three weeks, cool. But... I send treats, I'm doing good, they love me. I keep being like, I'll pay for dinner. They're like, you don't have to. And it does feel so nice to be I don't know, loved? <laughs> it feels good. feels good to know that I can overstay my welcome and that it is way A-OK. A- okay. um, today's episode's incredible. I do have to remind you guys, I will be. we will be doing advice again soon. Please call in 323-677-1943 with all of your problems, please. I would love that. Um, I'm trying to give updates. Um, there was a heckler, not for me, for a fellow comedian who, ended up having to fist fight and get pushed against a wall by the security guards who are xNYPD nypd e, not a good not um not a good choice not a good choice uh, do not ha- oh I had a bad one I'll talk I'll fucking talk about something I had such an annoying person like listen on stage I like to talk to the front I like to make a couple jokes I like to be lighthearted and laugh and this guy's energy was like aggressive and mean from the jump like he just hated me and after a while of the way he was talking throughout my set I finally went you were in the military weren't you and he goes yep and I go I fucking knew it like I knew there was some sort of aggressive like hate towards me where I was like you but you were on a date so I know you're not a full incel but it's like incel vibes are happening and he was bald and I made fun of everyone but he just like kept coming at me and being like what I'm just giving it back to you can you handle it can why can't you handle it and I was like that's not what this is <laughs> like I'm having a good time like you're so annoying and then everyone kept laughing and I kept being able to look at him and be like wow everyone is so obsessed with me is it making you so mad and then I did like jokes about traveling I'm like you know I travel a lot because I'm so successful and it's like no I'm just terrible with my money um But then he kept being like, sorry, your life was so terrible. And then I kept even trying to include him in a nice way. He just couldn't. And he was like, I was like, oh, you like New York? He goes, I did until 15 minutes ago. And that's like when I entered the stage. And at that point, like the audience all hated him because I'm funny. I don't know. They liked me. And I just kept being like, I don't understand you, sir. But I did keep calling him bald and um, that he was going to shoot everyone up and we should be careful. So maybe that was aggressive. But it's just like you're sitting in the front, you're talking all this shit I don't know why you're so angry because at first I just did a joke and I looked at him being like oh does that happen to you and he was like no I'm not gonna tell you and it's like "What? I do not deserve this energy coming to me and so then afterwards I can't believe it but one of the door guys who I love dearly and I'm so glad I like I'm tight with my men I guess he went up to this bald guy and said Hey, just so you know, if you have a problem with her, you have a problem with us. And he pointed to like him and all these other like giant dudes. Okay, these are like giant dudes. This military guy didn't even have a fucking chance. And so um, he goes, I didn't have a problem with her. He goes, yes, you did. What, what, what was that? He goes, I come here all the time. And so the door guy goes, exactly. You come here all the time you've never done this before so you had a problem with her and he's like well she singled me out and he goes I was in the room she made fun of everyone and if you come here a lot you know it's in the guise of like joking and making jokes like why the fuck were you talking to her like that and he had to put his like tail between his legs a little bit because I don't think he realized like my boys have my back and for some reason this door guy had nunchucks with him (laughs) To work. So it was also like this guy coming at him with nunchucks defending my honor. So I really did appreciate that. Um, but other than that, I've had just had such great times and fun birthdays did i even talk about my birthday i don't know if i did or not i just i don't even know just got a text getting calls getting callbacks um life is awesome um and my friend's couch is so comfortable and the cats started liking me i don't know this is so boring i'm so sorry but you guys also like when i talk it's you're creating a monster but this episode is so good i'm really really excited thanks for listening Always so appreciative The one thing I do regret is maybe how much Dunkin Donuts I ate on this trip I probably had Dunkin Donuts like 15 times Um and being in New York, it's like, honey, get a bagel somewhere else. What are you doing? But I just couldn't. Um, and now it's like the end of the trip and I'm getting all these last minute friends being like, wait, can I take you for a drink? Wait, last minute, last minute. And I'm like, you missed your chance, bitch. The days are ending. The days are ending. We, but maybe I'll just have them on guests uh, on the podcast and then. That'll be great. Um, I have to pee so bad. I'm, like, squeezing, uh, I'm squeezing all the pee, um, and uh, which means it's a perfect time to introduce your guest today. Um, her name is Lizzie Cooperman. She is so cute. She's so cool. She's so funny, talented, weird, like, everything that I love. Um, she has blonde, luscious locks and cool glasses. I don't know. I, I... I like her, and she has a psychotic podcast called In Your Hands, and basically, she lets the listeners decide her life, so she gives them two options, and then she lives her life no matter what they say, and then she does it, um, so you know we're going to have fun. She reads my tarot. Um, we got we get deep. I think I had a mental breakdown in the middle of the recording that we had to cut out um, that had to do with nothing here nor there, but... So fucking cool so cool I've also matured like there's people that I'm like kind of not into at the moment and that that are bothering me but I just like didn't get into it let it happen let it ride and it felt really fucking cool oh I we'll start with Lizzie another funny thing happened there's a comedian I hate he's like truly a sexual abuser and I really don't like him and I've invited him to come on this podcast but I think he's scared to because I would call him out for all of his offenses that he is guilty for that no one seems to care about um But one of my other friends is kind of annoying and kept yelling at this other comic, like, put Lisa up, it's her birthday, like, have her perform. And he was, like, so scared and shaking. And my friend is like, I have choked that comedian out before, and that is so wild that (laughs) he's more scared of you than me when I have physically assaulted him. And I was like, yeah, dude, because I know the truth. But it felt funny to have the fear, seeing the fear. And then another friend goes, yeah, people are scared of you. And I go, cool. I love that, but I am so soft on the inside. I feel like once you know me, everything is pretty chill. But yeah, I feel kind of separate from one friend lately, just turned off, but I'm trying not to repeat my patterns of cutting people off, accepting people where they are, having people in your life, but they don't have to be your best friend, like really like maturing in that way of like, being chill. But of course, people notice the difference in how you treat them. And so it is really hard to do that. I just I don't want to continue repeating patterns. But I'm also like... I don't know we're not vibing at the moment we're not vibing so I don't know but I've had great dinners if you want to go to the Commerce Inn delicious amazing and I'm done I'm done let's get to Lizzie Cooperman I'm obsessed with all of you thanks for listening XOXO forever
0: lizzie cooperman oh my god i can barely contain myself
1: you're just like a living barbie doll but with flair you know what i mean uh, no <laughs> you could be in the barbie movie as like barbie's barbie smart friend like you're the barbie that went to nasa
0: lisa but I c- more goofy ah. <laughs> <laughs> i can't believe you're saying that i actually have been like i need to cut my hair i need to like i'm just feeling the need for major change in my life overall i think
1: It doesn't have to. How short are you going to do it? People that don't know, she does have blonde bangs and blonde
0: long hair. Lisa, the thing is, I'm never going to do it. You know what I mean? It's like the kind of thing where it's and and I know that making those kinds of changes, it's like it's a psychological thing and it's not going to change my life in any way
1: no but it could be fun you could shake your head in a different way that's true (laughs) but yeah i'm in new york and i just push it to the limit like i'm out till three four five in the morning and then i'm up having to do stuff and then it's like i never want to stop and and i want to meet you for happy hour i want to go to the cellar i want to do gay things and then next thing you know but we did make plans once,
0: and it was funny. So, we, you know, we met up at that pool one time. Yes, that was, I think about that still, because I still get emails from Swimply that are like, we've got a new pool in the area. <laughs>
1: but that girl was like, the other person that met us was like so into hanging out with me. Like, she kept messaging me, like, I'm in town, let's hang, let's mm-hmm. hang. And then we hung, and she never contacted me again. And it's like, <laughs> no. oh, you probably didn't like me. <laughs> like, now it's so obvious. So it was like this weird friend hang, the three of us didn't really all know each other, and then she never contacted contacted me again. What do you think happened? Does she still live here? No, I just think she maybe thought I was like,
0: boring, not fun, psycho, who knows? That is so much pressure to put on a person, and you coordinated the whole thing. I was so honored to be invited as well. To the Thank pool. Thank you. I can- yes
1: yeah I'm caring I I mean if it's a hundred degrees you gotta let people come to the pool right right where are you right now what is this atmosphere I'm seeing so I'm at my friend Julia and Lane's house Um, they live in Sunset Park no there she's at work um, and then he's just running errands right now he's off today Um, so he might walk in at any moment and then their cat just like doesn't love me (laughs) how can you tell is the cat an enemy the cat is. I mean, I love her, but she will hiss. She hiss. She does that to me. I, but then yeah. she chills out. She's just like, sh- I'm in her space. I am on her side. Right,
0: right. Oh, my God. And you're at my, our friend Kara's house. I can't even believe it. They're going to be home in an hour. I've been, like, vigorously scrubbing the place. I know I miss things, too. And I was wearing black nail polish all week, and I keep looking around at all their, like, white lacquered things, seeing these black... Kind of just like traces of of insta dry nail polish that I had to like go back and I'm like, I don't want to put nail polish remover on their fancy furniture. So I've been like meticulously trying to like scrub like a little elf or something. I don't know. Wait, but are (laughs) you
1: um, are you trying to escape before they get home or do you want to give them a hug as they come home? I'm
0: I want them to come home to a nice home that I'm not I am not inhabiting. Got it. You know, like I've I've emptied the garbages. I'm trying to like like I aired it out a little bit. You know, I don't want them to feel like it's the Lizzie Cooperman party going on in here. I'm also a really and I'm aware of this because our friend Kara is organized and she always had like has it together. She has a th- drinking th- like a thermos for water. Anyone who has their own thermos for water, that's, like, they're, they're ahead in some way. And is that different than a water bottle? <laughs> oh, maybe it's the same thing. You mean, like, a
1: plastic water bottle? Like an algae. like, do you respect a thermos mm. over an algae?
0: I, I, I respect all of it. Anyone who brings water with them, I'm just, like, you're ahead of me in life in some way psychologically.
1: Yeah, I agree. I play a game with my body where I just try to drink as many liquids
0: that are not water every day. <laughs> I've been thinking about this podcast. I mean, like last night, I was thinking about. I think this is a very bold thing to do.
1: Yeah, people don't love conflict, but um, yeah, I don't know. I like mm. it. Mm.
0: I like to do it. I think. Why? Do, why do you say so bold? I think that people have shame around falling out with people. Yeah, I did as well.
1: Yeah, of course. It's shameful because also, like, you know, um, people will talk about certain people actually like and be like, oh, she just throws people or she like cuts people out of her life or she just right. has a trail or this and that. And so it does reflect poorly on a human.
0: But we're not we can't all keep every relationship forever. Right. I feel like it's a healthy part of evolution in some ways. And and I always think about, too, when people get a divorce and they're like, oh, I feel like such a failure. I always think of it as such a huge success to get a divorce.
1: Yeah, you're like doing what your inner body is asking of you. Like you're not happy and you wanna escape. Right, right. No, it is shameful, but you also have to like, see the pattern, focus on yourself. Why am I causing all these fights? Why am I doing all
0: this conflict? Like you have to take responsibility at some point, but also some people are psychopaths. I'm kind of in this flow right now. And I recently had a, a thing with a friend where we were like, should we actually take a break from each other? Which I've never really done before. That's cool. We were, we've been friends forever. It was the kind of relationship like talking on the phone every single day. And, and is it within comedy or no? Um, Yeah, but it, it's someone who kind of doesn't do it as much anymore, doesn't live in L.A. anymore. Mm-hmm. But it's like someone I, I definitely love, but for some reason, it felt like there was like no wiggle room in our relationship to like, Feel or change. I don't know if it was like codependent or what it was, but I was going, th- I had a really rough July and I was like, I don't, like, I just, I was having one of those months where I felt like if I spoke, I was gonna cry. I was like, I can't, like, <laughs> just, I felt like I was falling apart, didn't feel like being in public. And I felt like it was met with, I, I said, I feel like you're being really glib, like, not acknowledging it just going okay well hopefully you'll journal and they'll feel better bye like that kind of stuff i i felt like she wasn't there to receive what was going on with me and it wasn't even her job to do that however i do feel that in a deep friendship there is what i want like ideally is for someone to be there to kind of have the space to express myself and be a sounding board Absolutely, but, but I should probably also be in therapy and not better help because they sent me a therapist, a hot therapist in an infinity pool. And I was like, I don't think I would trust this woman with my problems. <laughs> Much respect to all the hot listeners in pools right now.
1: Oh, I want to be in a pool. But oh um, also with the person that I mentioned earlier, sure, um, sure. and it connects to this is like, I also wasn't meeting them where they are. I was putting, I was trying to make them into something that it wasn't going to be. They weren't going to be my best friend at all these things. And if we just stayed party friends or colleagues or hang out once in a while, we could have continued that type of relationship for years right. to come. Right. But I was like, this is my best friend. Like we're connected. And that's not, that was, I don't think that's a possibility with this situation is this person that you're calling how do they react to I need a break and also are they married or have like that kind of life and stuff or not yeah she's
0: married and we were just having a conversation where I was like I felt like I was like panting at the edge of a swimming pool in my life just like "Ah!" and she's like so anyway then I'm gonna go to the grocery store you know it was like we just weren't on the same page at all in our relationship And it seems like she's a bitch, too, (laughs) because
1: if she can't handle you, she has to say, like, this is too much for me and I don't know what to do to
0: help you right now. Yeah. I I mean, I think she also has her own stuff. That's the other thing is you don't really know what someone what else is going on in someone's mind or in their life. And she has a family and stuff. But. I said, I feel like you're being really glib right now. And she goes, glib? And then I, the asshole, defined the word glib, which I think she was just, she was like, I know what glib means. <laughs> my glasses are broken. They're falling off my face. Um, she, she was like, I know what gl- what glib means. And she goes, you know what? Maybe Maybe we should take a break. So it was her suggestion. And we're on a break. And it's great. I actually feel love for her. I hope she's doing great. I, I personally feel like I needed the time, and I didn't even realize it. And since the break, I feel like there's something that it changes your chemistry. It is like after a breakup, you know, you, you have like a new wave of things. You make room for new energy. New things come in. I feel like my life has improved. But it, it wasn't her fault that it wasn't improving. It was my, it was our chemistry that was bumping up I, against each other yeah i guess i didn't realize that she had she asked for the break right yeah i think maybe i was too much i'm sure in the month of july i was just like somebody help <laughs> like, like, i'm also deeply affected by pms and i have to really watch the calendar like i had a show the other night where the host brought me up with a horrible introduction and i was just like eviscerated <laughs> like, i was like He was like, I was talking to her earlier. Please welcome Lizzie Cooperman. I go on stage. I'm like, I was talking to her earlier. For all the promotion you did around the show, tagging me daily. That's my intro. I was talk. I was just. And then I look at the calendar. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's August 15th. But the crowd was laughing, right? (laughs) They were. They were. And I think he got it because, I mean, that said, in my defense, that's your job as a host.
1: I know, but I think I consider myself a really good host. Um, I could say that about myself, I host well. And people, I think I'm being sincere and fun, and I've had people be mad. And (laughs) it is just like, what? but
0: I've also gotten bad one yeah it's like difficult but people do get mad at you at times are you do you consider yourself a reactive person like if you're if someone says something you don't like do you hold in your reaction process and then like think before you speak or do you just go for it my face says it all <clears throat> so it doesn't matter if I'm quiet or not lisa I'm not kidding I feel like I just saw your face change when you said that I was like Oh, God, I see what it was like being on the other end. You're like, my face says it all. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Um, People know how I feel immediately. And it depends. Like, one time I was actually the person in the chat. I was like, they did something to humiliate me, but in front of others. And I didn't. It wasn't the place. So I was calm. We lived, blah, blah, blah. And then when we were alone, I was like, what the fuck? And they were like, I didn't even realize you were mad. I go, yeah, I know. But that was like crazy what just happened. And I kept it together. And then sometimes I will be sitting and I'll be like go fuck yourself yeah I'm not consistent I'm not consistent because sometimes I feel brave sometimes I don't sometimes I'm trying to convince myself like none of this matters don't be pressed who cares don't let it affect you keep it moving and sometimes I'm like I will rip them out yeah I don't
0: know do you ever have have you ever had any long-standing beefs that you're like I feel like this is going to work out eventually yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yes,
1: yes, yes. I kind of What about with this about friend? Do you think you'll be friends with them? I mean, you feel more free
0: without them at the moment. I do think we'll be friends. She sent me a birthday card and she was like, "Call me whenever you want to chat," which I was kind of like, "Well, now you're putting the ball in my court even though you wanted the break." <laughs> Are you feeling better? So, I've also not acknowledged your July. Are you better? Oh, I feel so much better. My, my life, I have to say part of it is because of my podcast. They vote what I do every week. And it's changing my life. And I think that's also my, might be part of the reason that I kind of spiraled as well. Like they voted for me to become a tour guide for the TV show. This is us.
1: I and know. <laughs> I, well, why don't you tell everyone? Well, I'll explain. <laughs> oh, sure, po- sure.
0: You explain the po- your podcast. OK, it's called Lizzie Cooperman's In Your Hands. And every week I present two options. It's kind of like a choose your own adventure. And then people listen on Thursdays and then vote in my Instagram stories. And then I get the results of which option, I'm, which path I'm going to take on Friday morning. And I do it immediately. And it's been absolutely wild. It, it's,
1: do you want to continue it? I mean, is your uh,
0: humanhood <laughs> going to be destroyed? There are some weeks where I'm like, I can't do anything crazy this week. I can't be like, should I rip out my teeth? You know, or or adopt an iguana. It's it's just like every—but <laughs> I want to keep the stakes high, you know? So it's like I don't want a thing like, oh, should I eat a turkey sandwich? or You know, like I want to make it— So people feel like they actually have a stake in my life. And one of the biggest ones was two weeks ago. And this is what kind of changed things in a positive way, is that I had an episode called Carvana or Arcana, which is like a tarot term. So it was, should I sell my car to Carvana and like pay off my bills, take care of my life or become a professional tarot reader? And they voted for me to become a tarot reader. And now I have like three appointments a day and I'm I'm loving it. But do you know how to do tarot? Yeah. I've been doing okay. tarot for a really long time, but I just never applied it. Okay, well, that's it. good. <laughs> but I have to say, the card, the readings have been so accurate. It's been actually crazy. My, do my you have your Roz, cards with you? Yes. We could do it live oh my here. God, here. I Give would me a love to do reading, it. Lizzie. Oh, my God. I have them literally sitting right next to me. Okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Like, this is amazing. So the, the crazy thing is my friend Roz, she was like, I feel like the cards have been like waiting backstage for you to like introduce them. <laughs> <As they're> like <laughs> so exciting so now
1: so so it was a dip of bad decisions that the audience led you to and now you're on an upswing i think it was that
0: paired with i just feel like i know this is so like oh the pandemic but like i i just have not found my way back with career and i just felt like i you know i was getting writing jobs before the pandemic i felt like i was getting some light you know tv stuff and then it just felt very like is Am I even in the right place you know am I I just had a lot of questions like I was loving live performance but I felt like nothing was really gaining momentum and I think it it slowed me down if I had a trust fund or something I probably would have been fine but I'm just very much on my own and sometimes that is like that just make feels like it it doubles down on it in a way
1: hundred percent.
0: Like, yeah. yeah, I know if something happened, I'm just like, OK, I have friends I can call. But like, even if I had a boyfriend or someone who I'm like, I know if I was stranded on the side of the road, this guy, at least I can repay him with sex. <laughs> at least use my body as currency.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think um, people have a tough time acknowledging that they have a backup or that they could always go to their parents' house or they have this th- right. uh, money or something. Or, um, but I'm also... Uh, yeah, it is tough. It, it is I'm really glad you didn't insane. sell your car because what would you do without your car?
0: Well, I mean, I don't know. I would Uber. I was thinking, oh, maybe I'd sell my car and move to the East Coast or something. I don't know. It's just... Uh, So are people paying you for these tarot appointments? They are. However, I've had a lot of no-shows, and let me tell you, if you don't show up, I'll put a curse on you. That's my new thing. (laughs) Get deposits. Get deposits. I know. I'm making them now. I have a new thing on my website where I'm like, you have to Venmo me beforehand. I'm not sitting in front of a ring light with mascara for nothing. Wow, you have a (laughs) ring light. Rich, you're talking about being poor. (laughs) Oh, my God. P.S. I Mine broke, and I returned it to Target. Oh, my God. Ooh, Lisa. Okay.
1: The reading is happening for those that are waiting.
0: Oh, my gosh. I really love this. Okay. Wow. You know what? I should have had you think about something. Oh, I'm always thinking. Don't you worry. Are. I'm thinking. Okay, okay. Yeah. Oh, my God, Lisa, this is really a positive uh, career spread not in spoiler oh god. <laughs> you're not supposed to spoil the entire reading lately you have had the feeling of like what's it all for though honestly you've, you've been like oh my god I'm working so fucking hard I'm standing here in the midst of all these um, nine of wands see l- l- this disgruntled um, expression you're looking around you know you've created so much and you're doing so much but you're like well, how much more work do I have to do when is this shit going to end? You're wearing this crazy bandana. Oh, my God. This actually matches your scrunchie right now. <laughs> my scrunchie BT dubs
1: is JoJo Siwa Lisa. brand. Oh, my supporting God. Supporting youthful so lesbians.
0: Cute. It's
1: so ah. cute. I'm writing notes down. I'm not texting and being disrespectful. No, I just want to write down what you're saying.
0: The tension right now is, like, almost good. The the cross in your life, it's really positive. It's three of pentacles, which is, like, collaboration and meaningful work. This is very much—pentacles are very much, like, of the earth and material things. I don't know if you're having conversations to collaborate with new people, kind of branching out right now, but these things also— this is called your obstacle card is the collaboration it might be that you're you're waiting on something something hasn't like fully come through the other uh, the other side yet um but it's it's not always it's not necessarily when I say obstacle it's more like the cross like these are the two forces at play it's like you're working very hard um also wands which is your the the card I drew of where you are right now where you're like oh when is it over it's very much about like travel and speed and moving forward but then you're standing there like okay but what's the payoff basically in the recent past you may have had some kind of pleasant surprise that was like oh that's interesting and page of cups um some kind of creative maybe epiphany I, I love this card. Someone standing with a fish in a cup. It's very silly, kind of light. Like, huh? You, no idea. But I might entertain that idea for creative expression. That that sounds like it might be pretty appealing to me. Um, in the near future, you're really going to need to kind of um, take some time alone. I, I'm you. You're getting the hermit card for near future. It is reversed. Um, it's kind of like... <sighs> wow, that long pause is worrisome. Well, it can mean you might be feeling a little bit lonely and that you might want someone 100%. else there. So let's draw in a clarifying card. Yes, 100%. Card. Oh, wow. wow, okay. This is really funny. We got Knight of Cups. We actually got a knight delivering this, this emotional experience to you. So this is kind of what's clarifying it is the need for relationship right now. Um uh that's really interesting it's almost like it's it's being delivered to you this this love it's on its way it's on its way but it's it's been it's been pain it's been painful waiting perhaps for this relationship that's really interesting sometimes the cards are so literal like that it's pretty crazy okay knight of pentacles i love this This is kind of your in your subconscious right now is um, you're learning how to approach things in a really practical, grounded way that you haven't before a new business mind, perhaps. This can also be a new kind of opportunity, but it's very grounded. It's like you're suddenly letting into your subconscious that, you know, you need to be a little cautious. Move a little slower with things. Think through your decisions. You really—so this is your second card, pentacles. It's, this is all material stuff and very grounded. You're, you're getting smarter about these decisions, essentially, is whats is what I'm getting from this. And you might actually be dealing with someone in your lower part of your subconscious who's a little bit critical of you, maybe dry— um, who you feel like isn't giving up their full emotional self to you this is queen of swords reversed um, there might be it could be self-criticism as well but something kind of swirling in that orb someone of power who's I mean it's not even like it's a bad person but it's just like mm, you wish you would give it up a little bit more well this is really funny Okay. well, you got three of cups as your advice card. This is this is a time to be actually celebrating, Lisa. However, you got it reversed. So it's saying you might want to pump the brakes a little. (laughs) A reversal just means it's like whatever the card is, it's a little bit. It seems to be stagnated. The cards just read my ass. Wow. The universe, that's so funny. Because when you said to
1: celebrate, Reverse. I'm like, yeah, I do it all the time. It's truly the biggest problem in my life. I can't stop enjoying everything. And oh then God. the fact that it's reversed and it's like pump the brakes, you dumb bitch, is
0: <laughs> so on fire. It's literally three people drinking in like caftans. <laughs> They're at Swimpley. They just rented a pool. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Beautiful. OK, so this is your external influences. Lisa, this is actually a very powerful card for external influences you're literally surrounded by people this is the star like who are made of dreams like you are you're tapped into something right now um i might even say you're in the vortex you're in the vortex right now this is like um the star is kind of like hope and good omens and as you can see this figure has one foot in the water tapped into intuition, you're really having like a blast kind of connectedness, um, with your, with your environment and the people around you. It's, it's just like, it's really good. It almost feels like a divine, um, connection right now. I, I love all of this so much, Lisa. Wow. Okay. So Hopes and fears, this new opportunity, there's going to be a brand new opportunity coming your way. Page of Pentacles, again, more Pentacles in your life. You're excited about it and you're scared, more big things coming up for you. Maybe it could be a new job, a new residence, maybe place to live, but this is your hope and your fear right now, but it, it seems like it's very... Real because I'm seeing all of these pentacles come up. See, these cards are very connected. This cross with the three of pentacles. You're getting smarter about your business decisions. I love this advice card for you actually to pump the brakes a little bit because I feel like this card that we got, this reversed hermit to me, is kind of saying maybe it's okay to pump the brakes and be alone, not be scared to sit down, meditate, and, and who knows what'll come up. Maybe it will be, maybe it'll be you that, you know, this new opportunity arises kind of from within, maybe. And you're not even gonna believe your outcome card. It's literally one of the most positive cards in the deck. Six of wands, Lisa, you're, you, it's a victory lap, essentially there's a wreath you're riding your horse there's growth all around you it's like a card of pure celebration of your accomplishments and it's kind of like these two are connected the the put it the i keep saying pump the brakes we have to talk about your car by the way wait okay uh, maybe that's why i keep saying that This is just like the card of just ultimate victory. And this is wands, it's all, wands are ruled by fire. So it's like fire, passion, travel, you're, you're, but this is you going, because remember where you were in the beginning of this, you're staring at your surroundings going, is it all gonna pay off? The answer is absolutely (laughs) yes. Oh my God. What a reading, that was Lisa. I'm, I'm like excited for you and the vibrations that are coming from this whole situation.
1: This feels good. I mean, it real, it's like it is wild. You said you were good and you're good. I wonder if mm. people are going to hit you up after listening to this.
0: I really hope so.
1: That was wild.
0: I mean, it's obviously good news. You know what I right, mean? Like... Right. Most readings, by the way, have at least like one devil, one f- being stabbed in the back. Yours was all really awesome. Most- you only had one. I mean, swords are actually people get scared of the swords cards, but they're really your thoughts. So even Which whoever is this is the character, <laughs> yes, absolutely. But it's like they're, they're ruled by the element air. So it's every it's supposed to be everything from like the neck up. Pentacles are the earth. Cups are are water. And then the wands are fire. And you've got like a lot of good fire going in your life
1: and some pentacles yeah Yeah. it is but it is true like in our biz let's say it is just like you work and work and work and it is all great like the journey is fantastic so being in it it's like i am living my true dream in life and this is what i want to be doing but there is the thought in the back of like what is the payoff right right when am i going to be able to chill and not live in a studio or like relax a little and i know i always my whole brain is always like imagine like five years ago I would have dreamt of what I'm doing right now and as a kid I'm looking at my life and I'm like holy shit like I can't believe I've accomplished all this stuff but maybe because we're around all these superstars like you said and we're around all these dreamy people constantly living their dreams wow you want that still so it's like being grateful for what you have but you are seeing the fruits of so many people's creative labors right and um yeah there is a thing of like what is the payoff honey well you know what we're gonna take a break um uh so i can think about all this and we'll see you in a second people okay everyone just so you know there was um i did get some texts and i um was in a rage with lizzie for about 15 minutes (laughs) we will cut them out she then pulled a card and it was the death card and (laughs) it's it's just funny because it is career stuff and we were just talking about like what is the payoff and then it's just like being um but everything is fine Mm. but it was just a blip but we are back
0: oh yeah and the cross was the collaboration with the other people the (laughs) tension It is crazy. Well,
1: because I always say with sure. comedy, like, the reason I do comedy, I don't know if you agree, it's, like, I don't want to do anything else. I don't right. have to do anything else. I'm good at this. And I pay everyone 10%. I mean, like, I pay everyone to do all these things I don't want to do. And more and more, it, as life goes on, I feel like I have to do all these things that, like, I'm not good at and I don't want to do. Right. I don't want to update my website. I don't want to have a link tree. I don't want to do these posts. I don't want to. I did comedy because right. I just want to do comedy. Like... Uh, I'm just like so annoyed. Suddenly I have to do videos and technology and have a Patreon. Like, I want to do stand up. That's what I want to do. I just want to do comedy. And it seems like I'm constantly being forced to do these admin tasks that I don't want to do. And I'm not right. good at. And they right. stress me out. I mean, I'm on a rage right now. We were having like a great time. I had an amazing reading. And now I'm like in a tizzy.
0: Right. No, I know. I know. From something that brings me so much joy. Right. This is the power of the enemy. This is the power. <laughs> well, what I always it, well, say what like, is the enemy?
1: Like in audiences, mm-hmm. if someone, I don't like their energy or I know they're not there for a good time or for me and they're going to be a problem, I kick them out immediately. Like I find joy from my work. I'm not a clown. Like this is my joy. So if you're going to fuck with it, leave the sh- I'm, I'm not telling a joke until you're out of the fucking room right and that's how I feel right now you are taking my joy from my job away and I don't need this right right
0: I wish I could like put a leech to you that, to like suck the poison out <laughs> that's what I want to do. I want to like extract the poison
1: of the, that text thread. But I also y'all. love that you were like, so do you react in the moment or do you take
0: time to think about something? And I'm fully <laughs> been yelling at you like in you a know rage. What? You texted them back, but that is an honest reaction. It is interesting. I study Kabbalah and they always say, no matter what the situation, pause and say, what a pleasure. Like in this situation, it would be like, <sighs> "What a pleasure. pause and Go, what a pleasure that I have this new information about yes. people, the situation. This is good information for me to have. Pause. What a pleasure that now I can do this instead. I can be very reactive and I don't know how to. I, it's something I've been working on my, my entire life. And how not to be reactive. Yeah. How not to. I grew up with a lot of just constant screaming And I would just lock myself in my room and avoid it. And then when I would come out, it's like I you had to participate if you were there, you know. So you would avoid, avoid, avoid and then run out and like flip out. Yeah. Yeah. On my own or turn inward and become self-destructive. Like it took me a long time to kind of if one, like be okay with my anger, which I had to realize is like a product of fear and shame. So much of it is about my ego too like when I'm saying oh this guy brought me on staging correctly it's like well what is that that's me being like how dare you not google me well or just as simple
1: as this funny person yeah because I'll do right. that. I'll be like, this comic's so well-dressed. Sure. Or like, so, "like I'll do something silly yes. like that and kind of general. But I'll always say, so funny. You're in for a treat. One of the best. Oh, I can't right. wait to watch this person. Then she could be like, I was just talking to Lizzie backstage. She's so funny. It's
0: really just like one adjective that's right, complimentary not, is all uh, it takes. I was talking to her earlier. But then that guy followed up with so many messages. You're my favorite. Perf-. He sent me all these messages. And I was like, he obviously, I mean, well, he had to have known because I yelled at him from the stage. But,
1: but if I was I just- getting laughs, that makes sense because one time someone didn't like my intro but kind of went at me but the audience liked me so then he kind of dug himself into a hole.
0: Oh my God. That's so funny. It is comedy can prey on your last nerve. Like cer- certain parts of it, that just the way it's set up and how it's... If it's just comedy, I love it. But with all the other elements, it, it can be tricky to navigate especially when you're like... I, can't, I just had a week, la, la, I had a show last week where I was in my car, like, I can't do it. Like, you know, when you just have that, like, that deep exhaustion, and I'm like, can you text me, like, five minutes before my set? <laughs> as I sit in my car and just, like, slurp on this giant Diet Coke from Jack in the Box? Yeah, that's the thing, it's like, tired, tired, sad. do I want to, do I want, and then as right. soon as I
1: get off stage, it's like, well, the next five hours I'm definitely not sleeping, I'm on, like, a high, and I'm just like, ah!
0: <laughs> okay, you know what? And I feel like that that's why you're like, I'm going out, I'm doing stuff. It's hard to go to bed after you have a fun set. It's really hard to just be like, okay, now turn off. Turn it off. Yeah. I'm also a night owl, and I sleep in three-hour intervals, which is like. And then what do you do in between the intervals? I'll be like, okay, it's 2 a.m., I'm going to go to bed, then up at 5 a.m., just like, I, I don't know, staring, do a wordle and pray for the best, <laughs> Did you already solve your wordle today? I haven't done the wordle yet, no. I did. I do it at well, night. I do it before bed. Someone taught me, a, I did a competition with a gentleman caller where he was like, do you want to do a wordle contest? And I'm like, sure. So we got out our phones and he, he got it in like two seconds. And I said, how did you do that? And he had, he had a word he puts in first. I mean, what word does he use? Stamp i go with the flow what if everyone knew who it was by me saying by stamp, stamp. <laughs> they're like i slept with that guy too and did wordle contest and it was <laughs> stamp when i did that oh too. my god if that is you please Just call guy. in <laughs> please call
1: in. stamp yeah that's a fine one i like to do um i like two vowels so i'll do like share shape um mm. like tree i uh, no, i wouldn't do that because that's but but sometimes i'll do one that's like truly a wild word that
0: just like is in me like I never do the same ones I find myself doing F words all the time I'm like flask flash I don't know where the F is coming into play it's probably it's not a common word or letter no, nothing but, is too common. But, but, but oh, part no. of Wordle is the beauty I'm, of just the words. Lisa, wait, can we talk about your car quickly that I was supposed to move the I would car? love to talk about the car, yes. Okay, so. Tell the story. I was staying at Kara Clank's and she goes, Lisa's going to need her car moved on some specific day and someone's going to put the key in the mailbox and you're going to be responsible for moving the car. I swear to God, I went out to the mailbox one day and thought I grabbed the key out of the mailbox. Okay. A car key. Two days go by. I'm like, I can't find the key. I have no idea where I put it. I'm calling people. I'm like, I lost Lisa's key. I'm supposed to move her car. I, I lost her her car key. I'm looking around. I, I, I call Kara, or I texted her. I think this is how it went down. What kind of car does Lisa have? She told me. I didn't see it on the street, and I was like, oh, my God, I must have dropped the key in the grass, and someone took it and stole and drove away with Lisa's car, and it's my fault, and I was responsible for this key. I'm the worst house sitter ever, and I had all these fantasies about, like, ways I was going to buy you a car. I was like, I'll have a bake sale, topless bake sale. The key was never dropped off. I find this out after two days. I was digging in the dirt outside, like a Fuck. mall. But I wonder if I just found it on
1: another spot on the street. Like, I wonder why I didn't bring it to Kara's. But yeah, street cleaning, leaving town as much as I leave and having a car is like very, it, it is kind of annoying. And sometimes but, I'll just drive to the airport and park if it's a quick weekend or five days, six days. Right. But when it's weeks, I can't really afford to...
0: But do you that. know, how weird that is. I must have to had be a digging dream. in the, wor- in the dirt. Dream. Yeah, it's
1: weird. I've like I've ruined two days of your life.
0: <laughs> just so ignorant,
1: a- asking for favors, forgetting. Yeah,
0: no, I had a dream of your key. Like that's how how I was like. I'm gonna do the right thing. I'm I'm gonna remember the key. Remember the key so much that it was like in my subconscious and then manifested in this just insane. I was so relieved. I I almost didn't believe it when they were. I don't know. I wish you called 911.
1: <gasps> I wish you called and was like, this car has been stolen.
0: Lisa, I called 911 by accident two days in a row, and I had to call and be like, I am so sorry. I It was like I had a phone that I was trying to, like, re—when you're trying to, like, reboot it or whatever, and I accidentally hit the 911 thing, and then the phone died, and I was like, I just called 911. <laughs> So I had to, like, wait for it to charge again and be like, false alarm. And then the next day it was already up in my call log, and I was tapping to call someone else, and I called 911 a second time. Like, I just couldn't stay away. Yeah.
1: I keep thinking about what we were talking about earlier, even though, I mean, I can't believe the magic of my gorgeous reading is just, like, zapped from my spirit. It'll hit me back. But um, it is interesting what you said about, like, the orthodontist and stuff. Like, yeah, I could not have Mm. a every day the same even if it was passionate it's hard I I like I I like the chaos my sister says it's because we grew up in chaos and so that's why I'm so into drama and gossip and like keeping the chaos around because I grew up in chaos and um so it's like I'm bitching about all these things but I guess I'm also thriving on the last like the wild
0: nature of our industry as well that's really interesting what do you think would happen if you took the chaos away
1: I would come to terms with my true loneliness and inability to do anything or take care of myself in a real way do you like noise do you like constant
0: noise like tv yeah. on wow
1: yeah i fall asleep to seinfeld or ah, sex in the city simpsons bojack drag you race and then if even if i wake up to pee at five in the morning 7 a.m whatever it is i do that and put it back on there's never a moment in my life in the shower there's music in the car there's a podcast music on a walk there's a podcast music um i'm either talking something is playing except on the trains like when i'm um I don't really have headphones really that I can keep track of. So when I'm like
0: commuting and walking, I, I guess I'm the sounds of the city. Mm, I'm in constant noise, constant. If, if your life were in my hands, I would do like silent retreat for you. I don't even know if I can, <sighs> honestly,
1: that's probably what's scary. I like, I'm having like tension in my stomach just thinking about it. Yeah, constant stimulation,
0: voices, entertainment at all times. Wow, I am so the opposite. I can't even talk to people in the morning. I can't look at them. When friends, you know, even if I'm like traveling with someone will be like, okay, I'm gonna go do my morning pages. I'll go with you. Actually, like I have to I have to draw boundaries of people around my like morning writing because I cannot become myself until I've written three pages, stream of consciousness, then I feel that I'm okay I'm I'm in a place where I can offer my energy to the world if I don't do the pages that's when the conflict arises do you write or type Write, longhand write three pages and is it similar stuff ever or is it always different whatever it's it's total garbage it's from the artist way which is like a 12-week program for blocked artists so you sit down and you write three pages it can be anything like I'm so depressed, I hated my show last night, what should I do? Sometimes it can turn into a crazy to-do list, sometimes you end up with material, but it's meant to be garbage, just to clear your mind. But I swear to God, by the third page, and I'm talking front, back, front, by that third page, toward the end, I'm in a good mood. Something has come together where it's like, And I think I'll do that, like, even if in the very beginning, and especially during the pandemic, they were so dark. I felt I felt that that time I found crawl spaces in my brain that I was like, I don't (laughs) want. It was bad. And I, I I but but it always by the third page, I was excited to go even just on a walk or something like that or take a class.
1: And there's no exceptions. Like, on vacay, anything, it's three pages right. in silence, oh. and that's that.
0: At this point, it's not like, oh, I have to do this. It's, I can't wait to be alone with my notebook. Like, I need, it's like, a if I were a baby, I'd need the pacifier. I have to go, and, and have my time with it, that insular time. Yeah, this week on my podcast, they're voting whether I, it's called Mystic Trip or Christmas Ship, should I go Get a at, become a student of psychics and actually go get a reading and meet these women named the Party Queen psychics in Huntington Beach, or should I plan to go to, on a cruise for Christmas and start planning it now? So I'm on a, spending because I hate being here during the holidays. All I do is Google: Is Starbucks open? I, I hate the holidays.
1: Okay. I enemy house uh, are the holidays. All enemy. holidays are just like the classic holiday time.
0: I, I just don't like my life. It, it has more to do with me and where my life is at. If I was in a relationship right now or I felt like I go to this fun party every year, I look forward to it. But I always feel like it's like, who, you know, who am I going to sit at? The, you know, they're going to pull up the extra chair for me at the end of the table and I'm going to feel like I'm imposing. Even though they're like, no, you're welcome to come to our house. You know, it's that kind of thing. And as Jews, it's always like, don't you want to go out to Chinese food in a movie? Not really. I, I don't like this. F- we have to manufacture this optimism. Like, we have a thing, too. Yeah, but we, um, we liked, go- I liked going to the movies as a kid. Every f- But I, okay. we were
1: a movie family. So no matter what, we went to the movies every Friday. Like, it, we just always went to the movies. So like a Christmas movie just kind of made sense for us.
0: Oh, how, and is that, how did you decide what movie? Um,
1: what would my dad be the least mad at us for?
0: So it was more kids geared than parents. It wasn't like. No,
1: my dad. It was like we saw stepmom.
0: Hello. Cancer death. Uh, We saw
1: Cinderella man, like the depression, like a starving boxer. (laughs) My dad was the most mad at Bicentennial man. It was like (gasps) Robin Williams as a robot.
0: (laughs) He was pissed. (gasps) Bicentennial man. That is (laughs) so funny. Your dad was mad about that oh yeah he hated it if Leonardo
1: DiCaprio has a movie that was the one um but I can't I don't really remember like specifics outside of those
0: okay okay so anyway if they vote cruise ship my first question because I interview experts every week I, I talk to someone who works on a cruise ship and I'm like where can I go to to journal and she's like there is an upper deck you can bring your coffee up there wouldn't that be incredible? Have you have you been on a cruise ever? I actually um went on a Papa Roach cruise.
1: Me and our mutual Annie opened for Big J Okerson. Oh, and we shared a cabin. We did get um a balcony. And we uh were on there with a bunch of you know Papa Roach and Seven uh, Dust fans.
0: Oh my god did you enjoy the cruise itself
1: I had a good time I would never pay for it I would never do it like it wasn't uh, like the Turks and Caicos stop we made was actually a man-made island with like a Harley Davidson store and a Margaritaville and a Rocky beach. like it's I lo- but I can imagine having fun on a cruise it's just like there's an upsell waiting for you everywhere
0: I don't know it's not I'd rather be at an all-inclusive resort I want to change the topic quickly back to the friend fallout thing. I've been thinking about, remember Gwyneth Paltrow and her husband were like, we're doing a conscious uncoupling. Mm -hmm. Isn't there a way to do that or admit that the root of a conflict is just like, can we just lovingly separate instead of being like, I hate that person or having to convince people why they're bad you know
1: yeah I totally agree um I think that's in a perfect world where we all have like amazing skills interpersonal skills and like Mm. can all and our egos are in check and we can accept it I mean there's gonna be even at the best where it's like I just don't think this friendship is going in a great direction is probably gonna hurt someone you know right I don't know That's true. I have two friends that I think, like, at the end of the day, if they called me or anything, I would be there for them and vice versa. And if we saw each other, it'd be fine. But we're not actively in the friendship at the moment. Mm. So, like, I have had that for sure. Or, like, we just spread
0: apart, but, like, we're chill. I almost feel like a downgrade is harder than a split. Acknowledging that there's been a downgrade, like, we both at some point pulled away. Or have you ever been close with someone and then you're like, oh, I felt like suddenly there was like a drift, but I, I wasn't sure why. And then you go, oh, I bet it was I did something. or I was too intense or something like that.
1: I have one friendship where I started a confrontation and it kind of shattered the friendship. And now we're back to a casual way. And I do miss our closeness, but I'm happy to have the friendship in the way that I have it. And I know oh it's a lifelong God. friend. But I I know know that I fucked it up But I've been forgiven We've talked They've taken their responsibility It's like We're just not Everyday everyday friends But we're like We love each other And we're good friends And Right
0: But it's just um, It is different Right And sometimes it's hard You're calling to mind a lot There's a lot coming to mind Let me tell you Someone blew up at me In an insane way This was before the pandemic I was invited to this event And I had a show the night before And I ran into this guy Who was like can I go to that thing? And I said, I think I can bring someone. Yes. And he said, can I bring other people? And I said, I would prefer you not do that because I just started going to this thing. So you would be like my guest and I'm already a guest. He brought five people. And then the following week when the event, it was like a, an every other week event that was happening. He was like, uh, are you going to the event this week? So I'm thinking, okay. So now he's like part of the thing, and I was just like, I was already annoyed that he had brought these five people. It just felt like he 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 disrespected. Well, you were clear. You were clear with what I was you needed clear. from this person. I was clear. I felt person. that he crossed a boundary, so I called him and I said, "I just have to say, I'm glad you're part of it, but it did hurt my feelings that you brought." And he was like, "I can't bring people to an event." blow up and it, it turned into a thing that I was like oh I thought I was being good by communicating how I felt with my friend that I actually it kind of hurt my feelings because it was kind of like a it, there were a lot of kind of like I knew why he wanted to go It's because it was kind of like a famous people thing and then you want to go oh well I want to invite my other fr-, you know like And it felt like it felt like he's insane. He's an insane person. Crossed a boundary with me, and he got so mad at me when I said it. It Actually, made me uncomfortable because, and I thought I was. But looking back, honey, if you
1: wanted to bring people to the event, you could have been invited. But guess what? You weren't. (laughs)
0: Like right to this guy, I just can't imagine. But then I go, is that gross in Hollywood of me that I'm like, no? But it's I'm a guest. I'm the guest. Honestly, it doesn't matter It's you and that
1: person is attaching to you to go somewhere and you get to say, hey, don't bring anyone. And to just and uh, this person is bad. (laughs) Do I know who this is? Probably. Yeah, it's fucked up because it doesn't matter if it was famous people or not famous people like right it could be just a random hanukkah party or my cousin's house or the vanity fair oscar party it really doesn't matter if i'm telling you you could be my guest don't bring people and then they do and then get mad at you for being like you i asked you to do this that's like an insane
0: i think it mattered to him that they were you know what i mean i think it mattered to him but and he wanted to
1: show off but it's like take a photo and show your friends like you have to bring all of them to this thing that's so funny I was
0: like and you took photos the entire time
1: (laughs) (laughs) right so are you guys friends like has it been squashed or that interaction and that was that
0: I haven't spoken to him in forever forever
1: yeah kind of good riddance because if I uh, know you know it's kind of like Instagram therapy but if someone just does not acknowledge your boundaries time and time again it's It's like it's true that's not someone that respects you right have you had that happen Nothing comes to mind right away. No, Mm, mm. no, but I follow directions in that way. Like I went to, you know, I was a nope, a very small part. So I, um, I only got one ticket to the premiere and the part and I went alone and I went alone with no plus one to a party where I knew nobody and everyone was famous. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Would I have loved to have a friend? Sure. But I'm going to follow the rules of this event. Sure. Yes. If Jordan Peele wanted me to bring a date, I would have
0: a date. Okay. right, right. (laughs) I love that. It's fun sometimes to go alone. Well, hold on. That might be manufacturing the fake optimism. It's fun to spend Christmas alone. (laughs) No, tell me one more story about um, a conflict in your life. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I, I feel like I have to say I have been guilty of the slow drift as well. I've been adrift I've had things where I've brought things up Like this really hurt my feelings That this happened And if it's a If the behavior doesn't change Then I'm like Okay it's time to Leave the port Undock Undock the boat
1: I'm yeah. a sailor, by the way. <laughs> but the drift and all of that, it's like you have to communicate. Right. And it's like if you're at the point where you can at least even communicate what you're looking for, that's so cool. I feel like the drift mm. is if you can't communicate or you don't want to or you want to avoid it. Or sometimes it's natural and it's fine. And like we lived in New York at this time in the moment and we were close. And right. now the relationship hasn't sustained because I moved to this neighborhood or that place or I got this. Sh- like, sure. I think all of that's OK. And. Um, To not put so much pressure on these things is something I've learned like right not every well I say this It's kind of annoying. I'm sure the listeners are like we've heard this before (laughs) But what I like to uh, one of my friends Frex told me she goes It's embarrassing how much you fight with people that you don't fuck like you should only be fighting with your romantic partner Like your friends should just be fun. Stop fighting with your friends And that was like an interesting
0: perspective that I liked that is really fascinating
1: yeah, she's like, this is humiliating. You're not even fucking these people. Why are you fighting?
0: But do you have, pe- I have certain people, I have to say, I got sick a, a while ago with Lyme. And there was like one friend of mine who was like, I, actually, there were a few people where I felt like I didn't see you the whole time. And I, I still kind of think about that. I, do, I don't, you know, go, oh, no one was there. And I, you know, but sometimes I think about certain friends who are, have been in my life for a long time and I'm like, wow, I didn't hear from them at all during all of that. It's yeah, it's pretty wild. Horrible. It's pretty it's well, kind I of like my mom was a psychopath
1: uh, like antisocial and stuff and then it's like, oh yeah, as you get older, you probably have less and less faith in people and people disappoint you forever and like mm. it is a thing yeah and I and it's the balance there. of like you want to feel for them because it's like well what if they have a bunch of stuff going on in their lives and the, like they didn't check in but it's also like at the same time you can be
0: hurt and be like fuck I thought we were tighter like I wish I had your support it's like all valid I have to say, too, I feel like there's a thing now where people are like, I did what I can do. I did the thing. I dropped off the thing. That was my part. I did my part. And everyone's like, you're right. You're good. You did your part. I feel like maybe, and this might just be my personal history or me just guessing at this, but I feel like people used to be like you have a problem, I'll stay, sleep over and help you. You know, like, I feel like there used to be, when people had worse boundaries, there was more support. <laughs> Maybe, because now it's like, well, I can come over and help you from 2 to 2.30 p.m.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's um, there's someone I follow on Instagram, I don't know this person personally, um, but it, her name is Angela Timber, Trimber. Oh, sure and uh she um had breast cancer Mm -hmm. and so she started support groups for other people that have had breast cancer because she felt like people expect you to get over it like they don't want to support you five years later but you're still dealing with ptsd or side effects or the fear of it returning or you know surgeries with mastectomies and breast implant and all of that and so people eventually it's like Oh, your mom died a year ago. Get over it. Or. Right. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, aren't you fine? And um, but like we're humans and these things live within us. And so she created support groups for other people that have breast
0: cancer. That's really incredible. Pressure's on. Because <laughs> she, she started that. A, I
1: have to start a Lyme support group. <laughs> no, but she felt okay. like she yeah. wasn't able to get the support years later because people forget and move on. And as adults, right. it's like, I mean this summer alone three comedians in Los Angeles alone have passed away you know it's like it's constant and then you think about everyone's families and everyone's own problems and then it's like
0: holy shit we're all right. just like I know I know we're carrying a lot a lot there's I'm thinking of a tarot card six of swords right now it's someone in a canoe with all their swords and I always think about it's like it's kind of a travel card but I always think of it as like put your swords in your canoe and go like just keep kind of with all your problems you just kind of keep moving forward anyway it's pretty wild (sighs) that's why I think that sometimes these conflicts we have with people like if if someone were to get in an argument with me I'll If they were to actually download the zip file of what I'm carrying, they'd go, oh, and I'm not saying that I'm carrying more than other people, but but unique to my situation. I I feel like if we could see that and just guys, let's get our zip files out. (laughs) But if we could just go, I want to just click on that and see like what this person's carrying, all the things they're ashamed of or feel bad about or
1: well, cause insecurity. there's someone in my
0: life and I know what they're going through right now mm.
1: and it's, t- it's heavy stuff. And when they're, but when they've been standoffish, I still have to remind myself not to take it personal, even though I'm aware of what they're going through. I'm like, Oh, they didn't really talk to me. And I'm like, they should, they're going through so much. And it's like, it's not even about me. And I had to have a friend be like, it's not about you. I'm like, and I know it's not about me. But, uh, you know, it's like we're also like pretty self-centered people, you know, we're self-centered.
0: I really that's why I was thinking about this. I'm like, I really respect that you're talking about this because I feel like it's very murky water. Like when I talk about those things, when I talk about, oh, this friend and this event, I get a feeling in my sternum of like, like I can barely get the words out because I'm ashamed I'm ashamed. I think it reflects badly on me. I feel bad. I'm literally just trying to go day to day feeling as be- as good as I can and trying to maintain some level of composure when there are days where I feel like I'm literally falling apart.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but I guess it's like to try to rid the shame or spiral or is shame even bad? Like I don't even
0: know. I think being ex- I think there's, like, a certain level of acceptance of conflict and and the acceptance of the uncomfortability, which this show seems to kind of shine a light on. It's, like, it's uncomfortable to have these conversations or for people to, like—for people to admit that they're wrong in a friendship. Like, the worst argument you can get into, in my opinion, is I didn't say that. You absolutely did say that because you're never going to—you don't tape record your friends— tape record dating myself here I know you don't um, get out
1: a phonograph (laughs) I always say night clubbing and people are like
0: you don't have to say night clubbing that's That's amazing Tape recorder sounded (laughs) you know it's it's like at a certain point you just have to go I understand and almost like I have this with breakups too I feel like when I break up with someone I'm just like I truly want you you to live the full expression of who you are. And if that has nothing to do with me right now, that's fine. Let's just grow. Let's not be trees in shopping malls. Let's be outdoor trees that can have room and space to thrive with whatever feels healthy at the moment surrounding us, which is deeply intuitive, I think
1: absolutely and at the end of the day be around people that make you feel good right. but hold you accountable but that you're happy to see them and you're not stressed out and you feel like you could be your truest self we had um daniel byer jackson i reference her a lot she's a friendship a female friendship expert and she was actually the first episode of this podcast but i heard her on another podcast she's mm. deeply influenced and changed my life i would say uh, and her big thing is like great friends you should be able to be a hundred percent yourself That's the people you should be around the most, that you can be your full self around. And time doesn't even matter. Uh, Like, I've met newer friends in my life, younger comics, people in their 20s, and I get to be myself around them, and it feels great. I'm not saying, like, we're so close and we're the closest people, but that's who I want to be around, people I can be myself with, and they're not put off by me. Right. And that's what I search for. And I recently had a pretty, you know— big friendship breakup and a big part of it was I was I was not I was not able to be my full self at all times I could not be honest right there's a walk feeling- on eggshells mm. I couldn't say everything I was thinking I, uh, I another friendship where like you know I'm staying with my friends here and I am a messy person. I am kind of careless at times (laughs) and so sometimes I don't see things but I want to make sure that they know that I appreciate and like you know that I'm not trying to be disrespectful but I feel fine I know that these things are not going to be judged upon me I had another friend I would stay with often and it was like i didn't make the bed if i didn't put the thing in the dishwasher like i would get scolded i accidentally once walked out of the shower with wet feet and i got yelled at by a friend about like my wet feet marks or i didn't give enough a, be- a good enough thank you gift at the end like i was being kind of f- they're my good friends but i'm sitting here being like oh my god i didn't put the pillows back on oh are they gonna be mad at this and it's like oh yeah this is not a real friendship because i am not right. letting loose i can't be myself Thanks for reminding me about the thank you gift. I've got one hour <laughs> on
0: the clock here.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and not ever, but also I don't think that ever. like I eventually, the friends I'm staying with right. now are like, you don't have to do, you're generous in so many other ways. Like you don't have to stress about that. And I don't like, I don't, you know, if I, if the gift comes a month from now or never or whatever, right. That's what it is. But I was not. And when I was communicating this to those other friends, they were gobsmacked because to them it's like you're staying in our house we're so kind to you we make you breakfast. how dare you but to me I'm like I have panic attacks like did I put the did I put the cup in the dishwasher right. you know, I'm
0: like it's also like different so that, like, they didn't like, understand
1: like, I, I they right. were like they thought I was being like a bitch like how dare you
0: yeah that's like their love language or whatever is what like if you don't love me you'll walk around with wet feet yeah. is like is like house rules is their love language. If you follow the rules of the house, it means you love me. And if you don't, it means that you don't care about me. You don't see me. You don't understand me. And I wish I was able to be accepted
1: as myself in that home and it would be okay mm. if the guest room's messy when I'm in there. Right. Right. But I was on edge at my close friend's house. What is your I, love language? All of them presence i give gifts i'm a gift giver Mm. um and that's what made that encounter even more kind of hurtful because it's like i'm very thoughtful with my presence and you give me time like it that was a frustrating thing um but i like compliments even though they make me uncomfortable i like i like Mm -hmm. them all i want time i want compliments i want um service i want to feel needed
0: and all of that and i want to give it as Mm. well i love acts of service Yeah. If someone takes care of something for me, I'm like, uh, I'll be loyal to you till the end of time. (laughs) Like picking up from the airport to me is like the most incredible
1: thing. Like, I love that. I I, I don't I don't want to use the word romantic. I don't know what it means. I just think it's like so nice and kind and means so much to like pick someone up from the airport
0: for me. Yes. Same. I love that.
1: I just have a hard time accepting any acts of love because I feel guilty and I don't deserve it. So I'm uncomfortable no matter what nice thing people do for me. But I want to be giving it to people.
0: Oh my God, I should pick you up from the airport. Uh, we've really gotten deep. You really We really did. We got into it. Thank you for being so vulnerable
1: and open with all of your stuff. And really you kind of because I've been doing this for a while and it is sometimes I feel repetitive and I feel like you cracked some new mm. Insights and new observations and stuff. Oh, that like makes that. me so happy! Thank you. Yeah, and just like that, we're all trying our best. I really, I
0: really think we are. Good luck getting this house in order, bitch. Oh my god! I'm like, I have t minus twenty minutes to make sure. <laughs> and tell everyone, I know I'll leave some weird cracker under a chair guess or something. What? <laughs> Kara won't even judge you for that. She won't. She's the best because
1: she is neat organized on top of it and i work with her closely and i she's annoyed with me i'm sure at times but i never feel like i have to do
0: anything in her home that is not me being me that is so true i never feel judged by her even when my life when my life has been like in shambles i feel like she she cares and she like responds in a caring not non-judgmental way
1: absolutely and i don't know if it's m- her maturity but it also is like a testament to her because she has friends spanning decades right she has summer camp friends college friends these friends from this i, I worked t- at a boston restaurant oh. this job at mtv you know it's like she right. really
0: um hangs she on has more it. than one friend named eb i go you have <laughs> more than one friend named eb i was like where am i in this lineup how many of how many are there that's so funny wait um <laughs> tell people about your podcast again and where they can yes. find you um lizzie cooperman's in your hands is the name of my podcast please come listen to it crowdsource my life you'll be called a sorcerer i'm gonna get lisa on soon i can only pray also um at lizzie cooperman l-i-z-z-y cooperman and get a tarot reading from me on my website, lizziecooperman.com.
1: I mean, you did such a good one for me, and I can't wait to read all my notes I took while listening to you, because...
0: Incredible. (sighs) That was amazing. That makes my heart sing. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you.
1: Did you love it? Did you love this Lizzie episode? I feel like you would. I think you guys like when I have friends that connect and stranger. You guys are just the best. So check out everything she's doing. I'm going to be on Lizzie's podcast super soon. So if you want more of our dynamic check out her podcast in her hands i will be a guest soon um i'm on the road never forget i check out my website i'm gonna be in dc detroit chicago alabama like come see me do stand up love you xoxo i keep saying xoxo it's like hello it's (sighs) hugs and kisses also i've started watching southern charm and i'll talk about that a different day but southern charm is that'll be a great topic for the intro for next week xoxo <laughs> enemies is a head podcast Anya Konevskaya is our supervising producer. Ali Kahan is our associate producer. Rochelle Chen is our engineer, editor, and producer. And me, Lisa Traeger, I am also a producer. Hello. Thank you so much, Carly Jean Andrews, for the cover art. You are incredible. Jack Krause, thank you for the theme music. I love it. Please follow me on Instagram, at glittercheese and at Enemies Podcast. Rate and review wherever you listen to this podcast. Tell us about your own enemies by emailing enemies, the podcast at gmail.com. But really I'd love to hear your beautiful voices. So email us a voice memo or call in and leave a message at 323-67-1943. That
0: was a hit podcast.